0: Welcome to the Rookie Realtor Reality Podcast with your hosts, Amir Hunter
1: and Bailey Weaver-Packard.
0: With so many people thinking that realtors just look at beautiful houses and post on Instagram, this podcast brings you back to reality. This podcast explores the good, the bad, and the in-between.
1: We're both with eXp Realty, so our experience may be different than yours, but over time we'll have other agents, past clients, and others in the real estate industry, such as inspectors, builders, lenders, and more.
0: Our guest today is Stephanie Stephanie Mann
1: local realtor and mentor extraordinaire
0: <laughs> welcome stephanie uh to the podcast how are you doing today
2: i'm good how are y'all doing
0: hey we're doing, doing well
1: Good. happy to have you good. here
2: I was loving that funky music. I know, it just makes you want to dance. <laughs> it does, it does. Once we have a dance party that we haven't had yet that we've
1: talked about forever. That's right. We'll have one.
0: Yeah. So typically when we start the podcast, we always talk about wins and losses because with real estate, there's always ups and downs through in the business. Uh, so you don't have to jump in, but we'll start it off. We typically start with losses and kind of finishes w- with wins so we can end on a positive note. Uh, so Bailey, uh, what are your losses this week?
1: Oh, gosh. I feel like I don't have a loss. I'm really struggling with coming up in one, with one other than it's hot. It's hot <laughs> outside. Yeah. Yeah, this is, is, this hot. is the time of realtor life when you wear dresses and have extra deodorant and body spray in your car.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely not wearing dresses, so...
1: (laughs) 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 But you could. Okay, what about you?
0: Uh, So, loss is is this VA loan that's taking forever. I mean, I think I'm kind of scarred from VA loans on this deal, but... No. Been under contract for like two months. Should have closed almost a month ago. Um, Buyers are in a buyer possession before closing. Um, They're making a second rent payment uh, because... This uh, deal has not closed, and the VA is responsible for it. It's not the lender's fault. Uh, the VA has to do uh, sign off on the approval because there's a, a veteran and a non veteran, a brother and sister, on the Uh-oh. loan. Um, if it was if they were married, if it was just a veteran, then we wouldn't need this. Uh, but because of that, the VA has to sign off on it, and they're doing some reviews that are taking forever. Um, and I'm worried for my clients, but there's only so much I can do. But we're negotiating to keep everybody in the game. So hopefully we can finally get a closing sometime soon.
1: You'll get it figured out. Stephanie, do you have any loss for us? If not, it's okay.
2: Sure, I do. So... <clears throat> I have a client, we've been looking for land for them for quite some time because they want a tremendous amount of, of land, like a hundred acres. Oh, wow. <clears throat> they went away for the 4th of July and we had this property that they had picked out and they're like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly what we're wanting, <clears throat> you know, whatever, but we're going away for the 4th. We'll be back. When we come back, we're going to see it. <clears throat> Guess what? It it's under-, under contract. Oh, no. Bomber. Yeah. Dang. That wasn't fun, but anyway, yeah, something
1: better will Sometimes come out. Mean. Yeah, something better yes. will come. Yep. Cool. Now my win. Yeah. Why go are ahead. Why smiling?
0: No, because <laughs> I want to see what your wins are this week.
1: Um, my win is I got I got some referrals lately from an awesome agent that I'm really thankful for, and one of the people that she referred to me told me about this company called Landis, and so I'm really excited to learn more of how I can use this to help. People who want to buy a house but maybe can't right at this time because of I don't know credit or they don't have savings. So I'm excited to learn this new tool to to help more people get into home ownership. Yeah, yeah. that was cool.
0: cool. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have a couple wins, and because we haven't recorded probably in about three weeks or so, mm-hmm. um, I guess I just wanted to update. So. Had the house closed in Youngsville. Okay. Um, and that's when, when we were in a bidding situation. Uh, seven people had put in offers, and we won the bid on that. Congrats. And that closed last week. Nice. Um, and then... Um, We are should be going and coming soon status today for my uncle's renovation that we've been (laughs) working on for like three months. Nice. Um, And I got a call this week for another listing in Garner um, and uh, it's my uncle's, uh, I guess, ex-wife. And so I am planning to go over there either tomorrow or Saturday to do a walkthrough and about getting that one on the market uh this month too as well nice. um so we're trying to figure out a solution um for uh, her son's in the home currently so trying to figure out a solution for him because they're gonna potentially buy a place for them and rent it out to them and i think we've identified a place mm-hmm. uh so um so we got some things in the works. so happy about it
1: nice that's good it's stephanie difficult. your turn wins
2: <clears throat> um i guess you know i had I've got one left this week, but I had another closing. So I had two closings this week. So I consider nice.
1: that one. That's, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: Congratulations.
1: Thank you.
0: All right. So I guess we're going to dive in um, to the podcast. So Stephanie, tell us a little bit about you. Um, and I guess you can kind of start off and tell us how long you've been in the business.
2: So... Um, Sorry, I was was trying to get a picture because I saw Bailey doing it. And I was like, oh, (laughs) social media, I need to do it. Yes. Um, So I came into business um, shortly after 2008. I think it was 2000. I think I actually got my license in 2010, I think.
1: Okay.
2: Um, But prior to that, I had had been a high school English teacher and had a lot of rentals. And so I kind of sort of, been in real estate without like really being in real estate, I guess. And so, um, yeah, I came in full time just after, you know, uh, 2008, uh, basically. So,
1: wow, yeah. That was probably hard to do.
2: It was, um, it was a very, very different market. I can tell you it was, it was absolutely a buyer's market. <clears throat> and, you know, it's so weird today, the way that the market is, and remembering back then how it was where mm-hmm. we would go in somebody's house would be on the market for 200 and i would negotiate it down to like 150 you know oh, wow. Gosh, wow right i mean it was just it was just a totally different totally totally different market
0: wow yeah And so I know since you've started in there now, you are in a position where you have like your own, uh, you know, real estate group and team and do some mentorship. Um, And we're going to kind of dive into that uh, as we kind of go through the podcast. Um, But you said that before you got into the business, you were a teacher. Um, So Mm -hmm. what about, I guess, what drove you to that change?
2: Um, unfortunately for me, it was a life change. Um, I got, uh, I got divorced and I became a single mom. And so unfortunately in North Carolina, you cannot make it as a single mom on a teacher salary. So I had really, uh, I I didn't have a choice about things, uh, at the time. Um, it was good though, because it, that is absolutely what motivated me in the beginning is because I basically at that point had no income,
1: mm-hmm.
2: none. And I, I had, you know, I had to feed my children. So I had to work my tail off um, trying to make it in this business. And so that was a good thing because I was super motivated. Um, but, you know, I think that for me, I, I went into teaching because I love helping people Um, And of course, I love I love teaching as well. But that same exact thing is why I got into real estate. I got into real estate because obviously I need to feed my children, but also because I love helping people. And at the end of the day, I feel like as long as I can say, hey, I've done the best I could for people today, Mm -hmm. then I feel like I can go to bed and have a good night's sleep. Yeah, yeah. That's good. You're so genuine with that, too.
0: Yeah, and and we're going to dive uh, more into that kind of motivation that you have uh, for that. Um, now, going back to when you kind of started your business, um, what were some of your major challenges when starting your business? I think you've kind of touched on a little bit about being a single mom. Um yeah. But tell us kind of what some of your challenges were s- starting out in your business. <laughs>
2: Oh boy, I had a very long list of challenges. <laughs> of course, the first one is legion, uh, right? It's like where where do you get you know where do you get leads? Um, I did start out on a team, and you know um, that was I thought going to be my ticket. And I'm not saying that you know it was it was helpful, mm-hmm. you know, doing that. But at the same time, I was paying three hundred dollars a month plus a four ninety five fee every single time anyone closed and. Giving up fifty percent of my commission. Oh
1: my and, gosh! Wow. Were you, how, how were you making a living? Wow!
2: Exactly. I mean, and I, so I had to do everything I possibly could to get as many closings as I possibly could, and so I didn't know what to do, but I knew that in order to sell real estate, I had to talk to people. So uh-huh. I tried every day. I would take out a stack of a stack of business cards, either fifty to a hundred. I would drop my oldest off at school, my little one. I had somebody, my neighbor came and stayed and I would go out and I would not come back until I had eyeballed the eyeballs, somebody else, um, and gave them my business card and asked for business. Like, I, that was what I did my first year and a half in real estate. I mean, wow. almost every single day. S- so the story always gives me
0: chills. (laughs) So uh, while we're kind of on this topic, tell us about like the stories about uh, apartment complexes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a good
1: one.
2: Right, This is what I guess I'm known for. Like, because (laughs) I was, you know, I was bound and determined I would not give up. And that's the thing in real estate, you have to have incredible tenacity. And naturally, somehow, I don't know, I, I seem to have it, but especially being that, you know, I knew I had to pay my bills. My house was in foreclosure and I had, to, I had to work my butt off. And so I figured out that, hey, if people are renting, maybe they can buy a house and they don't know it. So I got this grand idea that I was just going to run up and down steps, leaving my business card at all the doors and talking to all the people I possibly could mm-hmm. at all these apartments. Well, back then, believe it or not, there weren't as many apartments as we have now. And at the time I was living in Cary and we definitely didn't have that many. And so I would tend to hit the same ones all the time. And lo and behold, um, I was told because I would stalk the mailboxes where people would go to pick up their (laughs) mail. And I would go there at like five o'clock when I knew that people were getting off work because most people worked at the park Mm -hmm. and I would just sit there and I would just wait and the people would come up and then I would just start, you know, having these conversations and so it didn't take very long that the people that were the management of the apartment called on and told me in a very nice way, Oh, you know, you really shouldn't do this. We really can't do this. We've had complaints about you leaving stuff on people's doors. We don't, you know, don't do this anymore. I'm like, okay. And then I would come back, you know, I'd wait like two days <laughs> and then I would go back again.
1: Oh my god! And gosh. so
2: finally the maintenance guys literally would, like follow me around in the golf cart, um, you know, in my car, because they were, you know, just watching to see exactly what I would do, and then I would wait and I would come back. And so literally, like they called the cops. And oh my gosh. Yeah, cops can't carry cops too. You know, they came out and they're like, ma'am, you cannot <laughs> do this. This is soliciting, we do not allow it. I'm like, I'm not soliciting. I'm trying to help people. Like it was just my big thing, but I didn't care. I just kept going, you know? And so because I was bound and determined, I was going to get this done. And I knew that the more times I would hit people, even back then, it makes sense to me. The more times you give, you know, you talk to somebody or you text or not back then we didn't text, but you know, the more times I leave my business card or they see my business card, they see my flyer, Mm -hmm. they're going to start recognizing me. And when they do want to buy, they're going to call me. Definitely. And that's all I worried about. I didn't care getting thrown out of stuff. I was like, okay, I'll just, Keep going back. And
1: for those who don't know Stephanie, to paint this picture further, she's a very petite, very <laughs> petite person, and she's coming in here I can hustling. Just, I can just
0: imagine, like, Stephanie's headshot, like, in these apartment complexes with the cops, uh, you know, theme music <laughs> behind.
1: And she just wants <laughs> to help people, yeah.
0: <laughs> And her outrunning the uh, maintenance man on the golf course. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a TV show ready, ready to go. That right? Oh, my God. This is the stuff you don't see on Selling Sunset. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but did Talk about it, sweating too. But oh
1: I mean, oh gosh. God. Yeah. So did you end up getting, you know, buyers from well,
2: this? Yeah, oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's how I got my start. Wow. I had, I don't even know, five or six, um, that ended up calling me and you know, um, the funny thing too is I, and I don't think I've ever shared this. I just, cause I don't think about that stuff much, but uh-huh. I do remember that I had these, you know, two or three from the same one. And they ended up going into their apartment manager and asked them if I could do a presentation, oh, you know. And uh-huh. these people were like, "the the dark headed one, no, <laughs> no,
1: no, this lady we kicked out yesterday, yeah, <laughs>
2: right."
1: Oh, so yeah. did you do that? Did you do a presentation for them? no they wouldn't let me oh I see it was awesome that
2: my that those three you know clients were willing to go and ask that question but the problem is that I didn't think about at the time because I was a uh, knucklehead um (laughs) is that you know I was basically taking business away from them and so that's why they were so mad at me (laughs) I
1: could see that I could see that but nowadays you know there's a waiting list to get into apartments so maybe you're doing Mm -hmm. them a favor yeah, right. Lord have mercy. Right. Gosh, that's so <laughs> wild. I that, I love that story every time. So
0: yeah. oh, so, so. when you first started, you t- talked about kind of like going to the apartment complexes. What other ways were you generating leads? Were they just coming from the team, hitting apartment complexes? Or wh- what other things were you doing that could be uh, good, good things for new agents coming in?
2: Oh, gosh, yes. Again, it, for me, I had to – my big thing was I had to eyeball to eyeball somebody because it's one thing to leave a flyer on the door. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another thing to have to do eyeball to eyeball with somebody and literally ask for the business. And so I the other thing I discovered early on is that if you ask someone to help you, a lot of times they will. And so I would I, – again, I would not come back home until I had eyeball to eyeball 5,200 people and so a lot of times what that meant is at the end of the day, I had not hit my goal for my cards, giving up my cards. Mm-hmm. So I would go to grocery stores and I literally would just go up to something, act like I'm looking at cereal and there'd be somebody standing there. And I would just say, Hey, how are you? I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm, I'm really needing help right now. Like I've just started in real estate and I'm really trying to get business. Do you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell? And I would handle my card and, that was just amazing. I, I did that at grocery stores and I went, I mean, anywhere that I could go, gyms, wow. everywhere. I mean, I, I literally was like, but people wouldn't, I mean, you know, I guess they didn't want to see me coming because I always would stop them. Um, Target, Walmart, you mean, right. I would go in, talk to at least fifty-two hundred people before I could go home. But every single time I would go in someplace and I would tell them, I really need your help. I'm trying to get a go, go in real estate and I'm a new agent, mm-hmm. it always softened people. Like, oh, I, really? I, they just weren't harsh to me. You know, they, nobody was ever mean or rude except at the apartment place. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just going into like grocery stores or restaurants or at the gym or whatever and just asking that question, mm-hmm. like nobody was ever really rude. And again, I got business.
1: Yeah, that's I awesome. I actually got
2: business. That's amazing. So,
1: yeah. I feel like we could I mean, that's stuff we could do today. You know, yeah. I was actually talking to a lender the other day, a local lender here in Raleigh. And he says they don't hit his family does not like bulk shop. He'll go to the grocery store every day to shop for whatever they're having for dinner that day. So he can meet more people. So cool. people are still doing it today it
2: works i know. -hmm. I mean that's it's all about the people Mm -hmm.
0: and and that work that you did when you first started how has it generated to now i mean obviously you built you know those initial leads um and i know that's probably helped with some of the referral business that you have now
2: it's helped with all of it i mean honestly that's why i tell you guys all the time like i don't need to do social media because i have all the business i would ever want and more because All the work, and that's another thing I think agents don't understand. Mm -hmm. You put in the hard work for a couple of years, you bust your tail for a couple of years, and then you get to sit back and enjoy it. And, yeah, if I want to go out here and get more business, of course I can. But also, I mean, literally after year two, like I finally could like settle down and not be a crazy person, you know, just like with my eyes bulging because I'm so (laughs) desperate to get – money for food on the table right and that was even after paying all the fees that i did Mm -hmm. and giving half of my commission up you know i mean i still was able to make such a good income just then that i didn't have to really worry as much now i did because i love i I fell in love with the business Mm -hmm. i fell in love with the people and then people were calling me and i just thought to myself oh my gosh like this is the best thing ever i mean all i'm doing is just like enjoying Hanging out with people and going to lunch with people, and I get business. Right. And that's literally how it is now. That's why I love to, you know, take people to lunch, go to their graduation parties, and it's awesome. And then I get business because they always say, Oh, this is my realtor, you know, and that leads to more business. And so I'm just telling you, that's what I'm saying. If you work your butt off and you bust Mm -hmm. it, bust it, bust it, like the two of you are doing for two years, you'll be set. Right. And then you decide how much you want to, you know, do as far as getting more business or how much you don't want to do.
1: Right. You yeah. Know? Oh, so good. Yeah, people. It's all about the people. Yeah.
0: And, and so, and you've gone from, you know, being on a team to now running a team and you also have like your home, like investment company. How'd you get started? Like, I guess with that transition to being able to run a team and as well as how'd you get started with uh, being able to do like the home investments?
2: So the investment stuff was again, you know, I had, um, my ex-husband, I had a a lot of rental properties. And so it just kind of made sense that that was just something I knew how to do from back then. And, um, so then I, obviously I remarried five years ago. And so when we remarried, or when I remarried, you know, I told my husband, I was like, you know, how about if we do get back into the investment side, Um, because I, again, I loved it. I loved being able to help people in that way. Um, and so that's kind of, we, you know, that's kind of how we decided that. And plus, um, and this is the second part of your answer. Um, so at the time I was with a small boutique, uh, realty, um, and called Raleigh Carey Realty. And so at about that time that I, just before Daryl and I got married, um this guy that I knew, our, our kids were friends, um, went to school together, and um he was um an investor. And so he was talking to me about investing, but he also was telling me about this new company called EXP that he had just joined. Okay. And of course I looked at him like he had four eyes and I said, <laughs> crazy, you have no, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. However, <clears throat> You know, I really looked into it, Daryl looked into it, and we looked at what EXP could offer to us and how much more money, which was ridiculous, how much more money I would be making at EXP versus where I was. And by the way, where I was, uh, my split was 90%. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. But coming over to EXP would mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's six figures more. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so when I saw that, I was like, okay, that's a no brainer. I've got to go try this. So I came on board to eXp and I just could not believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Everybody's so nice. Like what is going on here? Is this a cult?" <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, um, but everybody was so, so nice, but I did what I always do, which is I put my head down and mm-hmm. I worked my butt off because I was at a new company and I felt like, you know, I was newly married and we were trying to get the investment business going. So I felt like I needed to make more income and this and that. So put my head down, worked my butt off for the you know, first year. And then in August of 2020, or yeah, I went to uh, this event put on by Brent Gove. And he was talking about um, the benefits that we have as EX peers of, um, telling other agents about EXP and if they decide to come on board with us, you know, the company actually pays us. And I'm like, okay, once again, it sounds like a cult. I'm like, <laughs> this can't be true. Right. But at the same time, I was in a transaction with another agent, Sarah, and she had me, she'd been asking me about EXP. And of course I was like, well, I don't, I've just been working here. I don't really know that much about it, which was the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once I went to that, I came back and I was like, Sarah, I can tell you all about EXP now. I just learned from this guy. And and I said, and I actually, like, I get paid if you come on board and stuff. And she was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, well, I know a lot of realtors. And I'm like, great. So that's kind of how it started. Um, and then once I brought Sarah on, I realized that I was like, oh, my gosh, I couldn't even believe, like, how awesome that was to me because I actually got to teach again because I was – Sarah was a newer agent Right. and she really didn't know how to lead gen and all that stuff as much. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I get to teach again. Like, Oh my gosh. And I just really realized that at this point in my career, I'm so blessed because now I don't have to worry about going after leads because they come to me mm-hmm. and I can teach and train agents. And honestly, that was the best epiphany that I've ever had in all my life. And like, to me, I love teaching and training and helping other agents just as much as I love helping people to buy houses. And that's the truth. Like, I can't tell you which one I love more.
1: Right. And you're so good at it. I mean, Amir and I are both proof. <laughs>
2: Aww. I don't know about that. But yeah. But Definitely. Just, I do. I mean, I love you guys. And, and I know y'all, uh, Amir does, I know for sure. He's like, please don't tell me that you love me again. But I do. I mean. I love you. Yeah. I do. I I just, you know, I want you guys to succeed. It makes, and actually I was telling Sarah at lunch today, we had lunch and I was telling her, I was like, oh my God, it just makes my heart so happy. Like I want to cry when I watch Bailey and Amir and Nolan and all these agents and they're, they're working so hard and their success, like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see it because you know, I just, it makes my heart very happy. It really does. Oh, i'm wrapping on camera because i'm actually like getting
1: tears right now i feel like a hug right now so,
0: <laughs> so I, I think we kind of answered this question but we had put in here that you have a passion for helping new agents and then we were going to ask what kind of drives that passion but i think you kind of covered it i think your experience mm-hmm. like with being a teacher um, and that kind of helps kind of drive that passion. Is there anything else that helps drive that passion for you?
2: Sure. The other big thing is because I never had any help. Mm-hmm. I was on a team and Lord, I, if she listens to the podcast, I love you, but <laughs> I just, you know, she just never, she never really helped me because she was too busy being her own agent, you know, and doing her own thing mm-hmm. to really help me. And I knew back then, I was like, if I ever have a team, if I ever have an opportunity like that, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do things so very, very different because I never had it. Right. Um, right. And it just like, it just, I I can't tell you all the mistakes and just so much stuff happened to me because I did not have a mentor. I did not have that guidance. And that's, again, what fuels me to want to help agents that want help because, you know, I mean, I just my heart goes out to them because I know what it's like because I was there. Right. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. The what you have created here is what you didn't have there. And what you have created here is just so good.
2: Yeah. I love it. I just, I love it. And I certainly didn't have other agents that I could talk to because of course, every other agency except EXP, it's all like, Oh, I can't tell you what I did. Like you hold it to your chest as hard as you can. You can't share your secrets. Whereas here at EXP, Mm -hmm. I mean, we are all open and that's what we do. We work with each other. We help each other. We, you know, and and I just love it.
0: So I know you told us a little bit about how you have like a passion for helping agents and, you know, how you didn't really have the help that you needed when you started. If somebody has been in real estate and they're thinking about starting their own team in the future, what recommendations would you have for them?
2: I'm sorry. Tell me that one more time. If they're in real estate and they're thinking about starting their own team?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What recommendations well, would you have for them?
2: Um, well, it depends. Um, obviously, I'm I'm all about eXp. I think, you know, truly is the best company um, that I've ever been at. And most agents, I think, would say the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more than anything, for me, um, I would suggest that whomever it is that's going to start their own team, really think about how would I how would, what would I like if I were on this team? Like, what do I think is fair? What would I think is fair, you know? And how would I think, you know, just put yourself in their spot to figure out how it is that you want your team structured. Because a lot of these agents I feel like are just robbing their agents and it's so unfair and it just breaks my heart. Um, So that's my big pet peeve.
1: Yeah, that's good. And I feel like when I interviewed or spoke with you about joining with you, you were like I just want to help people and if you want to help people then I want to help you so just having that that foundation of wanting to help everybody I feel like that's That's so important Mm
2: -hmm. absolutely
0: so I kind of want to throw this question at you um and the reason I want to do this is because I feel like there's a lot of in real estate a lot of people don't make it in real estate I think it's uh can be challenging especially when you're first starting to kind of create your name and kind of get going. And even when you're starting and you're learning through the process, but for someone who's a new agent and they feel like they're kind of struggling through the process, what words of encouragement would you have for them, uh, to kind of keep them going? Um,
2: you have to, you have to have tenacity. Like I started the very first thing we were talking about, you cannot give up. You absolutely cannot give up. Even when you're tired, even when you get your feelings hurt, even when you are whatever, you have to stick it out. You have to keep doing the things that you know that you're supposed to do in order to make it in this business. It is a, it's a longevity thing. You've got to do it consistently and you've got to do it. Like I said, it takes about two years to really get your feet firm on the ground in real estate. Um, And so you just... Put that as your mark and say, okay, I'm going to do this for two years. I'm going to work my butt off. I'm going to do every single thing I possibly can. I'm going to talk to as many people as I can. I'm not going to be shy about it. I'm going to give them my business card and be proud of what I do every day, which is helping people. So, you know, it's all about how many people can you talk to and, you know, do you have tenacity? Can you stick it out? Can you do the things that other people don't want to do? And if you can, you make it in real estate. If you can't, you don't make it in real estate.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's good. So, that good. yeah, I think that's great. I think, you know, sometimes this can be very challenging. I know for my first couple of months, I was like, oh, I was like, I feel like I'm hitting the ground every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, like, wow. some, some, it's like it's not, it's like not really happening for me just yet. But I, I remember like the first three months, like had like no deals closed. And then I think it was like about, three and a half months in I had like three deals closed that that same month so mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. one of those things that you just kind of have to keep pressing and sometimes that even when you think you're you're struggling if you're continuing to do the work I feel like people are watching um, and so it's one of those things that sometimes people want to see you uh, continue at it or have some tell of success before they kind of trust you with real estate but if you continue to do it then those same people will come to start reaching out to you they will end up being clients for you and they'll kind of help you uh through the process either referring you to other people or things like that so um so i think those words of encouragement uh do kind of hit home i think for a lot of new agents uh kind of in the process so absolutely If people want to get in contact with you, Stephanie, um, tell us what your Instagram is. And then um, we'll kind of dive a little bit deep. And if somebody is thinking about real estate and they want to maybe talk to you about joining EXP or talk to you about starting their career in real estate, we'll kind of jump into how ways they can do that. But start and give us your Instagram handle. Um, Let's
2: see. So... That is a good question. <laughs> my Instagram it's it's just my name Stephanie Mann.
0: And that's what two two words, ends. and
2: mm-hmm. then underscore real estate and you should be able to find me if I have a little purple heart on my name. You know that's me. <laughs> Your signature um, emoji. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, and,
0: and, and, if, and if people want to reach you by uh, like telephone, let's just say somebody yes. is a as, wants to be a potential client for you. How mm-hmm. can they how can they reach you by phone?
2: Texting is my game and my number
0: is 919-274-8120. Okay. Nice. And if somebody is thinking about getting the real estate license or they're in the process of getting the real estate license and they're like, "Hey, like I really like Stephanie and I want to talk to her about joining EXP." What ways should they get in contact with you?
2: Text me.
1: I'm a texter.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know we didn't even talk about how we met you.
0: Yeah. I mean, then, I guess we can we can add it into the podcast. So. Yeah.
1: I met Stephanie through a, my best friend's mom. Somehow they were connected through real estate and Diana had said if if I ever got back into real estate, I'd go with Stephanie, so you need to talk to her. And so I Stephanie and I met at Panera. And talking to you, we just connected, and I think by the end of it, I was like, "Where do I sign? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go." <laughs>
2: yes, I loved you to death from the get go. But yeah, so she, that the lady that you're speaking of, mm-hmm. like I honestly, like um, I had only talked to her probably two or three times, and that's why when she, you know, when when she said, "Hey, if there's an agent thinking about real estate," mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, I'd love to talk to her, but. I can't believe like she actually recommended me to you because I don't oh, think gosh, she. Oh gosh! Yeah. You know, I think she had only talked to me a few times, and I obviously liked me enough. to.
0: Yeah,
1: you made him. Wa- you, know, you left refer- him work on her. Yeah, you do that, <laughs> oh, Stephanie. There's yeah. something magnetic about you where people are just drawn to you.
0: Yeah. So for uh, me. All yourself- Yeah, for me, I kind of, uh, I had to reach out to a couple um, real estate firms. I think at that point, I think I talked to like five or six, um, but Stephanie had a a post on LinkedIn and I think I sent my resume over. And so Mm -hmm. Stephanie had reached back out to me and said, hey, like, you know, um, know, when you get your license, um, you know, definitely reach out to me. But during the process, if you have any questions or want to reach out to me, like, feel free to do so. Now, I, I don't think I even told you a little bit about that during that process. So I'd reached out to a couple, uh, you know, firms uh, during that process because I was like, "Hey, I need to know exactly where I'm going as soon as I finish this license because I'm going to pass everything the first time." <laughs> and so, uh, so when I did it, uh, there was a couple firms that were kind of like, I don't know, they were kind of like not very. Talkative, I guess, at that point in time, because they were like, "Well, he doesn't have his license," um, and so there was one other firm that I did go interview with uh, before I, I met with Stephanie in person, and I thought I was going there, like I was like 100 in, but I was like, "Nope, I want to do my due diligence and at least meet with like you know at least one or two others um, before I make a decision," and so. Uh, I just I reached out to Stephanie. I think I think I just like passed the test and I said, hey, I'm gonna get my licenses coming in. You know, this week Mm -hmm. I've already passed the test and everything. And then we set up an appointment like probably within you know four or five days after I passed the test. I think I just either got my license or was or was coming in like the next day or something like that after we met. Um, So I remember we met in North Hills. Uh, You had an office over there, I guess at the time. And, and we sat down for like an hour and um, I was talking to her about like EXP and, and when she was talking to her at EXP, it just kind of for me, it kind of really kind of shattered everything that I thought I was going to, um, because I was like, well, this seems like the fit because the other ones seemed like it was, it could be a fit, but there were still some concerns over there for me. Um, and everything that you spoke about, um, just seemed like a better fit for me. It, it hit some things that I didn't even think about kind of jumping in the real estate. Cause I came from government and I had like, you know, things like healthcare and things like, <laughs> you know, retirement yeah. and things kind of in place uh, there. So it kind of, didn't even fully uh, think about certain things. Um, and then having that conversation with you, it really, it really changed, uh, I guess, the trajectory for me. But then one thing that you did do, and I'm glad that you did do it, uh, is that you told me to go back uh, to the company I thought I was going to go to because I had a follow-up interview with them. And you told me to go back to go meet with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something that uh, it, it provided more clarity to me having that follow-up meeting with them I think they thought hundred percent I was coming to them. They were like basically like, You know, if you're on board, call us tomorrow by like you know whatever time, and okay. uh be here monday basically um and then kind of going to that meeting, uh asked them some of the questions that you brought up during our meeting that I didn't think about, um and their answer just couldn't meet the level of what um, basically, you had uh, given to me and what EXP could offer, um, and wow. so that really kind of changed the trajectory. Because I remember the conversation we had when I told you I was coming, and you were like, "You were like, if <laughs> the other company takes him, <laughs> I'd be so mad about it." <laughs> but uh, I think you had so much confidence in what you could offer and what EXP could offer, and and you. Telling me to go back to that other company really created clarity for me. Um, even though you put me in front of the other company, it created more clarity and made it an easier choice for me.
2: I try really, really hard to be, again, I, mean, I just thought that was the fair thing to do. And that way you could definitely make up your mind because it's like I told you, I told you then, you know, it's like, you know. I'm all about helping people. I want to help agents. Like that's just, that's what I want to do. And I'm looking for people who have a heart for helping and, you know, who really want to just grow their business exponentially. And like, if, you know, if you don't feel like I can do that for you, then I'm not the right one. And I think I said that very almost verbatim (laughs) to you because that's usually what I say to agents is the same thing because it's true. Um, I can't be the right one for everybody. Um, And I want I want agents to find
1: the right one for everybody, you know? Right. Yeah, so good. You're the best teacher. <laughs> I feel like oh, I could I could go on and on. We're
0: going to need to wrap up this podcast soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: well, gosh. I guess if, if you're someone that's listening and you want to have a conversation with Stephanie and see what kind of magic she can help make in your real estate career reach out to her
0: and and stephanie's been so helpful i mean there's days like on tuesdays when we have our mastermind that Mm -hmm. even if you're with another firm or you're thinking about real estate and you just want to come and kind of learn from us and some of the things that we're doing like the door's kind of been open for other Mm -hmm. uh other agents uh to be able to do that so even if you're like on the fence and you're like hey like i'm not getting the support i need um where i am um you know reach out to us reach out to stephanie um and you're more than welcome to chat with us and we might have you come over one day and just hang out with us and see if there's something that we could do to to make it better for you
1: yeah see if
0: it's a good fit yeah Yeah.
1: definitely well (laughs) thank you stephanie for having me yeah thank you